What up, homies? Welcome back to the NBA Hoops at Lunch show here on the Outkick Bets podcast feed with me, your host, Jeff Clark. I took Thursday off for the NBA Hoops at Lunch podcast because there was a pretty slim slate and I spent uh, most of my day looking at NFL Week 18, then connected with the homie Dan to produce a NFL Week 18 podcast that took close to two hours, but gave out a whole bunch of picks gave out even more analysis. So um, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you're subscribed to the Outkick Bets feed. Please check that out. And uh, I'm back in the saddle, though, here to end the week. It's Friday. There's a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 game slate in the NBA. I actually have three bets. They're all totals, which are... Pretty, which is pretty rare for me because I am mostly betting sides when I bet NBA regular season action. Um, there isn't a very particular reason why I focus on totals today. I just have a stronger conviction in the totals than any sides for Friday. Uh, that said, I do need a bounce back performance because even though I didn't do an NBA podcast yesterday, I did give out two picks, two written picks on outkick.com backslash sports betting, and they effing sucked. Man, it was embarrassing. I'm getting dragged a little bit on social media, which sucks, but comes with the territory. That's, you know, can be, it should be expected if you're giving out picks publicly. Um, and man, I'm getting dragged as, uh, as I should because my picks just fell flat on their face. I, took the Mavericks at home hosting the Boston Celtics and then I took the points with the Clippers visiting the Denver Nuggets they lost by an average of 30 points that's right the Mavericks lost by 29 um, and the Clippers lost by 31 the Clipper game was actually worse than the final score indicates Um, so that really sucks Uh, otherwise my podcast record in the first three days that I produced an NBA Hoops at Lunch podcast was five and three. So the podcast plays are doing well. The written plays continue to suck. It's very, very disappointing, obviously. But, you know, um, at least answering for it or at least publicly speaking about it. So I'm not hiding from my my uh, disappointing performance. I don't know. I'm just going to have to get better, have better reads not sure what to do differently. Um, I'm going to continue to handicap these games at the same the volume and the same type of approach that typically wins me money. Uh, this year, down quite a bit, but um, I expect to rally. I keep saying that, and I probably sound stupid every time I say that, but whatever. What can I do? Uh, anyways, I have three totals that I'm looking, looking at. I have two overs and one under. We'll start with the under. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more or less going in chronological order here, but um, a 4.30 tip-off between the Knicks and the Raptors in Toronto is the first game I'm going to break down. The under is right now at 217.5. and a half. Let me just make sure that it is. Okay, yep, it's 217 and a half. I'm, I'm, I'm going under that total. Uh, Tip-off is at 4.30 Eastern Standard Time, so um, actually 4.30 Pacific Standard Time, excuse me, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, sorry, I'm out here in California, but 
I'm going with the under here because this is a matchup of a couple slow-paced teams. Uh, the New York Knicks are 23rd in possessions per 48 minutes, and Toronto is 27th. They each play a subpar half-court offense. New York's slightly below um, average with a 17 points per 100 possession added in half-court plays, whereas Toronto is 29th, so the second-worst half-court offense. Um, I also think Toronto's size, athleticism, and length can frustrate uh, the Knicks' leading scorer, Julius Randle. Um, I said this earlier this week when I was betting the under and a Raptors-Bucks game, which did cash, um, but Toronto has a bunch of size on the wing between Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, and OG Ananobi, Ananobi excuse me, all of which are uh, very good perimeter defenders and, and do have the athleticism to to kind of get under Julius Randle's skin, even though he has been playing uh, amazing basketball in a bounce back year with a first year point guard, Jalen Brunson running the show over there in New York. Um, that said, also uh, with that in mind, I guess neither team turns the ball over. Um, in other words, there's not going to be a lot of easy points off of turnovers. Uh, Jalen Brunson's brought some stability. To the Knicks offense are only fourth in offensive turnover rate. And Toronto has been very good with ball security for the past two years. This season, their first in offensive turnover rate. Um, Both are poor shooting teams. The Knicks are 23rd in true shooting rate, and Toronto is 29th in true shooting rate. Um, That is a combination of field goal percentage, three-point shooting percentage, and free throw percentage. Um, The Knicks, in particular, um, I, I know this because I am a Knicks fan, but they really struggle at the at the free throw line, which is uh, pretty frustrating as a fan. And um, the Knicks are five eight and one to the under as road underdogs with a minus two point six total differential. The Knicks point per game drops on the road, um, but they also allow fewer points per game to be scored against their defense. Also, there is some reverse line movement heading south of the total. Um, this one opened up at 220, and it's down to 217 and a half. Um, even though roughly 75% of the bets are on the over, um, the money is pretty much split, though. So it appears as though the Knicks are taking sharp money, or the the unders taking sharp money in the Knicks Raptors meeting, which has to be the case, right? I mean, it's dropping for some reason, even though the, the, the bets and most of the actions on the over. So I think Vegas and or the sports books agree with my analysis. Maybe I'm misreading the tea leaves, but my first best bet here on Friday, January 6th is going to be under 217.5 in the Knicks-Raptors game. Uh, the next game that I'm looking at is another 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. It's an uh, Eastern Standard tip-off. It is the first of an ESPN primetime doubleheader with the Brooklyn Nets visiting the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, this game has lost a little bit of its luster because the Pelicans are now without both Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram, their two leading scorers. Um, but despite that, line movement has been pushing this total north. It opened at... Hold on. It opened at 2.30, and right now we're betting it at 
231. This is despite Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson going, uh, not being in the lineup. Um, and they, they both, they combined for, I think, 53 points in the first Brooklyn Nets, um, New Orleans Pelicans matchup, which was, uh, both teams first game of the season. That game went over the total, um, by five and a half points. New Orleans won 130 to 108. So the line movement headed again north of the total is kind of surprising given New Orleans's um, injury report. But both teams get buckets versus quality opponents. Uh, Brooklyn's four and zero to the over in their last four versus teams with a winning record. New Orleans is four and one to the over in its last five games versus teams with a sixty percent winning rate or better. Uh, both are top seven in non-garbage time offensive rating versus top 10 teams. So both offenses come to play versus good teams. And I think that's what we'll see here. Um, this trend predates both rosters, but the Nets Pelicans have gone over the total in 14 of their last 16 meetings. Um, New Orleans is also 4-1 and one to the over as a home underdog at uh, a plus 9.1 total margin. Again, they are four-point underdogs because there is no Ingram and Zion. But whatever the reason for them being home underdogs um, at other points in the season, they offense usually comes to play. So um, going over the total by an average of nine points in, in, in their five games as home underdogs is a is a trend that I'm I'm gonna um, I'm, I'm more than happy to attach my uh, bet to. Also, both go over the total versus unfamiliar teams, which is something I'm going to talk about here in my next game. But Brooklyn is 8-4 and four to the over with a plus 9 total differential versus Western Conference opponents. Uh, New Orleans is 9-4 and four to the over versus Eastern Conference opponents. And again, I just, you know, East versus West, they only match up twice a season, whereas Divisional foes, I believe, match up four times a year, and then conference foes match up three times a year. So these two teams are a little less familiar with each other. That probably has something to do with them going over the total in 15 of their 16 of their last 16 meetings, um, all of which I guess would be baked into the line for sure. But again, this this total is on the move northern uh, or upwards, despite the injury report. So. And the last thing that I, I I like to look at sometimes, or actually pretty much every time when I'm handicapping a matchup, is the officiating crew and what their over-under record is. Well, the officiating crew for the Nets Pelicans have gone over the total at a 62.6% clip. That's 57-34 to the over. Two of the officials, two of the three officials assigned to this game have at least a 231 point per game average total. Um, one of the officials has gone over 23 out of the 29 games he's officiated this season. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of firepower on the nets. There's a lot of pace and um, energy out of the Pelicans, even though they are missing two of their best offensive players. So I like this game to go over the total because of everything I just said. So I'm um, going over 231 in the Nets Pelicans, um, which is the same total that I'm going to play here in my next game, my, my, my final 
best bet here at the end of the week, NBA Hoops at Lunch podcast, which is, again, 231. Let me make sure that's what it stands at DraftKings. Yep, 231 in Wizards Thunder. So let's go and hit that game up as well. Um, Again, uh, these two teams go way over the total in games um, versus unfamiliar opponents, right? So Washington is 8-6. 8, 6, and 1 to the over, so not that crazy of a rate, but a plus 4.4 total differential versus Western Conference teams. Oklahoma City is 10 and 7 to the over um, with a plus 11.3 total differential versus Eastern Conference teams. OKC actually averages five more points per game at home. They are 13 and 7 to the over, the plus 7 total differential at home. Uh, Washington's offense actually improves with rest. They have had two nights off um, with two to three days of rest. Washington is five and two to the over. And with a rest edge, they are six and two to the over, which is an NBA best, at least for over rate. Um, I also think there could be a bit of addition by subtraction for both offenses, looking at the injury report. Uh, Washington all-star Bradley Beal is, has been ruled out of this game already. Um, and you know, Bradley Beal is good enough to go for 50 any single night. And I think most people would be more comfortable betting the over if Bradley Beal was playing, but Bradley Beal tends to ball stop, right? And without Bradley Beal on the feet on, on the court, I feel like Washington's going to move the ball a little bit. Um, they're going to more or less get looks for Corey Kispert, Kyle Kuzma, Monte Morris, some of their some of their guards, and even you know Kristaps Porzingis, who I believe won Eastern Conference Player of the Week last week. He's going to get some more looks, um, and maybe there's going to be an opportunity for Washington to drive to the basket a little bit more because OKC is missing three bigs, technically four, but one of them I don't even know who it is. Uh, one's Poku, the other's um, Robinson Earl, and the other is, I think it's Jalen Williams. But that means Mike Mascali gets the start for the OKC Thunder. And um, the Thunder score 11 points per 100 positions more when Mascali is on the floor. He's a, a floor space and big that can hit some threes. And, and maybe him and Kristaps Porzingis have a, a big man three-point shootout. Um, Thunder Wizards, the, their first meeting of the season, soared over the total by 11 points. Both shot better than 60%, had a, excuse me, better than 60% effective field goal shooting that game. They both shot over 50% from three point line. And they both have a bottom 10 um, defensive three point shooting percentage. So I like this game to go over the total as well. That feels like more of a square play. Um, but again, I guess the best thing that I could say is even though there is a bunch of money betting the over here, it is, it has moved up. Um, albeit slightly, uh, the wizards thunder total open at 230 and a half and it's now 231. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to peg that money as square money though, because like how many people are actually betting an over in a wizards thunder game? especially if they see that no Bradley Beal is playing, who's probably the most notable player in this game with all due respect to Shea Gilgis, Gilgis Alexander. I 
think I butchered that name, but so my 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 third and final best bet is over two thirty one and the Wizards Thunder. Uh, but before that, I hit the under two seventeen and a half and the Knicks Raptors and over two thirty one and the Nets Pelicans. So be sure to or feel free to follow or fade those picks. Um, based on my, based on my current NBA regular season, I wouldn't fault you for, for fading them. But again, I, for the umpteenth time, umpteenth million time, I plan on turning this, this mother effer around. So fade me at your own peril. Uh, my confidence probably sounds ridiculous considering my record, but I don't care. I'm going to, I'm still confident in my approach and I'm going to, I'm going to fire out of the hole. Um, however, that being said, be sure to check out the NFL podcast that I did this week. Um, I'm doing really well in the NFL this week or this year. I'm nine games above 500 in the in the circuit contest. Um, giving out some pretty strong analysis on my weekly betting podcast or when weekly NFL betting podcast. Um, week 18 hit the podcast feed yesterday, and it was like an hour and 45 minutes. So even if you don't take any of my betting advice there. There's still good betting conversation for you guys to just just help out your process, I would say. So check that out. Best of luck. I'll probably be back Monday with some more NBA picks. I don't think I'm going to be producing anything over the weekend considering the NFL is on Saturday and Sunday. But once again, I'm going under 217.5 and the Knicks Raptors over 231 in the Nets, Pelicans, and over 231 in the Wizards, Thunder. Best of luck. Peace out.